Episode number 648, How to Get from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be. You're listening to the official BNI Podcast with BNI founder and chief visionary officer, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Stay tuned for networking and referral marketing tips from the man who's been called the father of modern networking, along with suggestions and insights into getting the most from your membership in the world's largest networking organization, BNI. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the official BNI podcast. I'm Priscilla Rice, and I'm coming to you from Live Oak Recording Studio in Berkeley, California. And I'm joined on the phone today by the founder and the chief visionary officer of BNI, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Hello, Ivan. How are you, and where are you? Well, I just got back from the founding region of BNI a few days ago, and that's in Southern California. And it was it's incredible to see the founding chapter, which is still around after 35 years, meet some of the long-term members. We still have uh, two people from the original chapter that are still active in BNI. And wow. um, yeah, it's, it's just amazing. It's exciting to, to go back and uh, to see how well that chapter and the, the region is, is doing so. Um, I've got a guest again today, and, and uh, I had him uh, back in, in January, and um, I know uh, Jack Canfield uh, really well. He's known as America's number one success coach. He's a best-selling author. He's the founder and CEO of the Canfield Training Group. He's co-authored hundreds of books, uh, including one, uh, two that I'm sure most of you know about, The Success Principles and definitely The Chicken Soup for the Soul series, which has sold over 500 million copies. I always find that amazing. Uh, Jack's been on lots and lots of shows, and this is his second appearance here on BNI Podcast. He's the founder uh, and chairman of the Transformational Leadership Council, where I've really gotten to know Jack uh, very well. And as I said in my last introduction back in January, uh, love Jack. Uh, he definitely is a person who walks the talk. Uh, you know, I, I meet a lot of people very successful, and who they are on stage is not who they always are off stage. And that's not Jack. Jack uh, is very much the same person that I see on stage and off. Um, and he uh, he invited me into TLC. I will forever be grateful to that. And we've got him here today to talk about a great subject, how to get from where you are to where you want to be. Jack, welcome back to BNI Podcast. Thank you, Ivan. Well, it's good to have you here, and we're going to talk about some material from the Success Principles Workbook, which you've got coming out really soon. And uh, in there, you help people learn how to integrate the principles that are in the Success Principles Workbook into their personal and professional success stories. So tell us um, uh, about that and why you decided to create it. Well, basically, the Success Principles book was very successful in helping millions of people achieve success. But what we noticed was some people would read the book, but they wouldn't do what was in it and they needed more support. And so basically we've got a workbook now that goes with uh, some of the basic principles in the book. I think about 17 of the principles that are the most important, kind of like learning how to uh, block and tackle and throw a pass if you were a football player. And so what we do is there are a lot of worksheets you fill out. There are uh, journal prompts to write in the journal. There are templates. There's a place to keep score of your success as you're doing it. And it's, it's important for people to have something that they can go through and actually integrate and apply the principles. For example, it's easy to talk about 100% responsibility and talk about giving up, blaming, and complaining. 
But to actually do that requires some, I think, interaction with you and your your thinking process. So, for example, we have an exercise in there called the Difficult and Troubling Experience Exercise, where you answer a series of questions that would go like, what's a difficult or troubling experience in your life? And that could be at work or at home. And then how are you creating it? Because we're always doing something to create it the way it is. Like I had a guy in a seminar who was getting robbed all the time. And one day I said, you know, where do you live? He said, New York. I said, in an apartment? He said, yeah. I said, what floor? He said, the first floor. I said, do you have bars on the windows? No. Do you uh, have triple locks on the door? No. Do you have a, you know, the system for, you know, alerting the cops if someone breaks in your No. I said, what are you pretending not to know? <laughs> well, do you live on a first floor apartment in New York City. So one of the, the next question is, what are you pretending not to know? And then what's the payoff for keeping it like it is? Like a lot of people will keep something going. I had a guy once, literally, who I went to uh, see him in a hospital with the idea of helping him get over his illness. And he said, no, I, I want this operation. I, I, I literally could have healed him because I do some healing work. And he said, no, this is good for six weeks off work. And so a lot of times people will stay stuck because they get attention. Kids in college, often the only time their parents ever pay attention to them is when they screw up. And that's when dad will drive over to the campus and spend a weekend with the kid. And that's how they get attention because they don't know any other way to do it. So then what's the cost of keeping it like it is? What would you rather be experiencing? And what actions would you need to take in order to create what you really want? And on a scale of one to 10, uh, are you likely to do that? And when will you do that? So that takes you through a process of looking at what's not working in your life and how you're creating it. You're not a victim, but there's something you're doing to either create, promote, or allow it to happen. With life purpose, we all believe we should be clear about our life purpose. But there's three different exercises in the book about how to get clear about your life purpose. Um, you know, we always talk about it's important to have a vision. So there's a whole exercise for creating a vision for seven different areas of your life and then how to turn that vision into goals. And there's a whole section on goal setting and a place to capture all that, how to create an affirmation for each goal, how to visualize that. And then how to create a mastermind group. So you have literally all the spaces for who are the people you're going to call, when are you going to call them by. There's worksheets for how do you go through a mastermind process where you have five or six people that you meet with, usually by phone, Skype, or Zoom call. Uh, every two weeks is what we recommend. Have an accountability partner that you talk to every morning. Like if you were my accountability partner, Ivan, uh, I would tell you, five things that I plan to do today to achieve my breakthrough goal. And you would tell me five things you're going to do to achieve your breakthrough goal. And tomorrow we would hold each other accountable for that. And we'd call each other five days a week. So there's a whole record keeping system for how to do that and make sure you're actually doing it and, and, and being held accountable. Can I jump in on that one, Jack? Because Please jump in. I think it's a, it's a great concept. And uh, what I hear from people is I don't have time to do that. And what I think is crazy is they're stuck in their life. They're having challenges. Mm -hmm. uh, they're not making things work, but they don't have a few minutes a day to do the kind of thing that you're talking about. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Accountability partner call should take yeah. five minutes, two and a half minutes, you telling me, two and a half minutes, you. Everybody wastes five minutes Seriously. just, you know, organizing the papers on their desk. And the reality is you can't afford not to do it. Because what happens, we as humans avoid doing the things that are uncomfortable. And so we, we put off. You know, Brian Tracy wrote a book called Eat That Frog, where he talks about if you knew you had to eat a frog, 
and you had to do it by the end of the day. We're talking about a live frog. You're going to eat a live frog. Well, most people would put it off till 11.59 at night because it's such a yucky thing to do. But you spent the whole day thinking about the frog. If you just eat the frog in the morning and get it over with, you give an uphill, you know, downhill momentum the rest of the day. You just kind of slide through the day because you did the hardest thing. And so people's tendency is to avoid that which is difficult, but long-term has the greatest benefit. So we do things that are easy, but only have short-term benefit. And that's why we stay stuck. We never do the big goals. We never make the big breakthroughs that you do when you have an accountability partner in a mastermind group. So that five minutes a morning is so valuable. It's literally been one of the greatest secrets of my success and the people in my company. And, and does it really reduce time over time because you're more effective at what you're doing. So it, in the long run, to me, that kind of thinking actually reduces time to, to have that kind of accountability. Not doesn't increase that. Absolutely. No, you become more effective and you do things that have greater payoff. And so you end up having more time as yeah. a result of that. And the other thing, just talking about time, most people I know are spending way too much time doing things that are ineffective and they don't have the time they want for their family, for self-care, for exercise, meditation, eating correctly, because it takes more time to cook healthy food. Um, someone yesterday said he gained 50 pounds on the window diet. And I said, what's the window diet? And he said, all my food comes through my car window from fast food places. You know, And it's that you think you're saving time there, but you're actually making yourself unhealthy and probably going to lose 10 or 15 years at the end of your life. So a little bit of time invested has a lot of payoff. Uh, another thing that's in the, the workbook, we have these QR codes, which are those little things that you see on your plane ticket you put down and it tells you your flight, you're on all that stuff. And uh, you can actually, with your phone, uh, access guided visualizations, meditations, uh, things like that, that will literally, a lot of people say, well, I, I, I'd like to meditate, but I don't know how, or it seems woo-woo, or when I do it by myself, my mind wanders, it's stupid. And we know that when you're being guided through a meditation, it actually works a lot better. So there's a lot of resources that are available that way that wouldn't be available if you're just reading uh, the regular Success Principles book. And so it basically, it's just, it's a workbook. And it means this is going to support you to do the work that's actually going to get you where you want to go. And what I recommend is you do a principle a week. There's 17 principles, which means in about four months, five, four and a half months, you will have radically changed your life. For the workbook you're talking about, or are you talking about the book itself? I'm talking about the workbook. The workbook, yeah. Do, do a little at a time. You're absolutely right, because if you try to do it all at once, it's too much. It's drinking water from a fire hose, don't you think? It's overwhelming. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. And a lot of people do that. They try to do everything at once. They go to a workshop on, let's say, social media, and they learn about, you know, Pinterest and Facebook and LinkedIn and, you know, Instagram, and they come home and they're overwhelmed. They don't do any of it. So one thing at a time, and if you space it out over time and you integrate it, then it becomes part of your natural experience, it becomes a habit, if you will. Yeah, I think uh, to some extent, I think, you know, success is like a layer cake. You just, you keep layering on the things that you should be doing to achieve what it is that you want to achieve, which is ironic because I don't eat cake, but the, the metaphor works. No, you know, I, I have a chapter in, in the successful book about habits, and, and I recommend people create four yeah. new habits a year. And a lot of people think, well, I need more than that. But think about this. If you create four new habits a year, like flossing your teeth, exercising, doing 20 sit-ups a day, whatever it might be, drinking more water, making phone calls, getting up earlier, meditating, et cetera, in five years, you'll have 20 new habits. And the habits that you have are what 
get you where you want to go or they're keeping you stuck if they're bad habits. So a little bit over time consistently, uh, and the workbook helps you do that consistently over time, uh, can change your life. So you've got a new workbook. It's coming out in a couple of weeks. It should be out in early April of 2020, right? Comes out the last week of March, and basically anybody can go to Amazon.com. It's already there. Pre-order it, and um, it'll get shipped out uh, at, at the end of March. So may not be available. If you're listening to this uh, after April, it'll be available. If you're listening to this before April, uh, you can pre-order it. It's the Success Principles Workbook. I urge you to pick up a copy of Success Principles. It is an outstanding book on uh, how to achieve success in life and, and uh, in business. Uh, anything you want to add before we wrap up, Jack? No, just go to Amazon.com, get the book, actually do it. If you want more information about all my work, the seminars we do, et cetera, go to um, jackcanfield.com. There's lots of free uh, blogs and also free resources there, as well as a schedule of our upcoming workshops on the success principles. I highly recommend uh, that you take Jack up on his suggestion on the workbook and uh, go check out his website. He's got some amazing material. And I can tell you uh, firsthand that you're going to be taught by somebody who walks the talk. He just doesn't talk about success. He lives those principles that he talks about. And uh, Jack, it's been a real honor having you on your second BNI podcast. Thanks for being here. My pleasure. Thanks for inviting me, Ivan. Over you, Priscilla. Okay, excellent. Thank you both so much for that great information. This podcast has a new sponsor. Go check out the great content available at www.ivansinnercircle.com. Ivan has assembled a wide variety of topics, and you are invited to participate. Thank you so much for listening. This is Priscilla Rice. And we look forward to having you join us again next week for another exciting episode of the official BNI podcast. 